Huge week down in Indy with the NFL Combine. J.J. McCarthy will be throwing. Some of the big boy QBs won't. They'll do the interviews. A lot of positioning. Mock drafts are everywhere. Who will be the surprise? Pick come round one in Detroit at the end of April. Eric Edholm, NFL.com. NFL insider. He's standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, my man? going on? I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm trying to figure out uh, what's the story so far of Combine Week. I know we're, we'll get to all the action involving uh, the 300-plus invited, but so far, what do you think has been the most intriguing thing you've learned? Yeah, no, it's it's to this point, you know, we've we've only been able to speak to a handful of the, the prospects, so a lot of the talk so far has been about what the Bears are going to do at ones and or with Justin Fields. I think that's been, you know, kind of the, the barroom chatter at night, if you will. And um, some of the other kind of veteran news, Legere's need for the Chiefs sort of being available for a trade and, you know, other news like that. But, yeah, we're just kind of reaching the, the, the pre-combine buzz phase. And as you pointed out, I mean, we, we, we don't have quarterbacks throwing. There are some intriguing guys. There isn't a clear-cut sort of 40-yard uh, favorite at this point. So a lot of the news, I think, is going to develop as it happens. There's not these big storylines awaiting us. So speaking of the situation in Chicago, and I'm, I've been trying to figure this out for a while, I could see if they blew out all the coaches that you've got to trade fields, you're starting over, you're bringing in Williams. Yeah. They get rid of some of the coaches. They've had front office changes over the last couple of years. And they're really anointing Caleb Williams as the next Patrick Mahomes and the savior of the franchise. We missed on Mahomes uh, last time. I've never bought this. I watched Williams regress in my mind this season in a high-powered offense with a ton of athletes around him and a wide-open coach who never lets up in Lincoln Riley. I, I look at fields. I look at the NFC North. I think the Bears with... Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, with Fields uh, would be worth a couple, three wins a year. Uh, the Lions uh, are one of the elite now in the NFL, uh, but you're just thinking getting above 500 again with the Bears and having a shot at a wild card spot would be the first step. I don't understand bailing on Fields. Where do you stand on it? Yeah, it's a fascinating debate. And you make a great point about the coaching staff. Now, Shane Waldron is the new offensive coordinator. So, you know, Matt Eberflus is back. Ryan Poles is still making the picks. But the one element is that they are making a change on the offensive side. Luke Getze, who, you know, was sort of entrusted with bringing fields up as a passer and and, uh, expanding and elevating his game, which you could say he had a hand on, but other people felt like he held him back. So, you know, it's kind of an odd situation, I guess, right now. Is Field somebody that they're willing to pay, you know, top-of-the-line type of money below that superstar level, but, you know, above what, let's say, Ryan Tannehill got a few years ago? You know, that's still a big commitment. And if they do feel that Caleb Williams or, might I add, Drake May – uh, is worthy of being the next starting quarterback or possibly with somebody in between. I- I'm just saying don't dismiss the possibility. I mean, fields could be traded in this scenario, but also 
if they don't feel like Caleb is this once-in-a-generation type prospect and they feel like he and May both would be upgrades over Fields, why not trade down one spot with Washington, who's desperate to get the local kid there, worked with Cliff Kingsbury last year at USC. There's plenty of connections. Franchise is dying to get its own buzz. And you could double dip. I mean, Ryan Poles last year talked openly about trading down twice, and he really kind of wanted that possibility to emerge. It didn't, and he got a haul. But I think he's still itching to kind of make the most of it. So I don't know. There's Everything's on the table right now. Well, you could even trade down, yeah, twice and you know, take Marvin Harrison Jr. and keep fields, and there you go, uh, building for the future, and you got a lot – in return, because I, I look at Fields, and the obvious thing is going back to his home state in Georgia, playing for the Falcons. There's been that talk yeah. of Russell Wilson uh, to the Steelers. That would be a cheap number. Steelers, though, may be thinking, well, do we want to make a run at Fields? But you're going to have to give up a lot. You don't have to give up a lot for Wilson. So let's just go with the fact that it looks like Fields will be done in Chicago, at least uh, with all the chatter now, and yeah. Wilson, that can't continue in Denver, even though Denver played decent football last you know, six weeks of the season. Uh, where will Fields end up if he's done in Chicago, and what about Wilson? Yeah, I think the three teams that you hear the most, you mentioned the Falcons, he is a Georgia kid. Um, you know, it spent one year at the University of Georgia before going to Ohio State. Uh, you know, obviously, I think – if you think about their offense, right, built around the run game, uh, big tight end with a with a long wingspan and, and another receiver in uh, Drake London, too. So Pitts and London and that run game, a good offensive line. Fields would fit in pretty nicely in a dome, too. And where he's played better football statistically over his career has been on uh, either the retractable roofs or, or the dome. So, you know, he might be suited for that kind of environment. Uh, what about Pittsburgh? I mean, that's a possibility. Again, a team that you know has a tight end and a run game, good wide receivers. And, you know, there's something to work with there too. Uh, I think New England is a dark horse type of candidate. I mean, they're the word on the street here is that that number three pick could be for sale. What does that mean? Does that mean they're not enamored with Jaden Daniels from LSU or? You know, they don't think there's a shot either of the top two quarterbacks falls there. Do they not think Marvin Harrison Jr. is worth the number three pick? Or do they just want to fill a bunch of holes? Because they have some of them, you know. <laughs> They've fallen off. So maybe maybe they're the kind of team that plays it halfway. You know, you get a veteran starter who maybe you extend, maybe you don't. And you may not have to give up a ton Trading down gets you more picks, so that that's why I think they could at least be included in that, that conversation. Eric at home, NFL.com insider joining us, talking combine, offseason ahead. Uh, what's the vibe uh, amongst the NFL circles when it comes to the Lions? Not what they did last year, but what lies ahead for this franchise? incredible amount of respect just to get to this point, right? I mean, the last 18 months or whatever have been, you know, a different Lions team than anybody's seen. So there, you know, there is a bit of looking back and, and saying they've built something here and they're, yeah, they don't have that, that big cache of picks like they have in, in certain drafts, but especially last year, right? All the, the top 50 selections they had, all of them worked out great. 
to a degree. Um, you know, this year now they're picking down towards the bottom and coming off this this heartbreaking loss. And we've seen other teams in this position before unable to take that, take that next proverbial step. So, you know, it's like, well, welcome to the big league, boys. You know, now you've got to prove you can stay. So I think that's kind of the, the, the vibe around the NFL right now is that they belong for now, but there's a lot left to prove still. All right, so uh, Lions, Bears, we talked about, you know, two of the four teams in the NFC North. Cousins seems like a cheap fit for two years and $90 million, but there would be that Drake May possibly or J.J. McCarthy that the Vikings could trade up to get and they could spend their money elsewhere and have a young quarterback with great weapons. What do you think is the next stop, or is it back in Minnesota for Cousins? Yeah, it, it, I think there are some teams who are intrigued by the idea of Kirk Cousins, and it would be, you know, somebody who looked, it was operating on a really high level before he got hurt without Justin Jefferson, you know, and so that was that was that was the most disappointing and, and Kirk Cousins ish element about it last year is that, you know, at his best he's really good, but. As my colleague Greg Rosenthal wrote or said, I can't remember who's on radio or if I read him, but he was basically saying, I don't think there's going to be that long list of teams just dying to try to get him in for, for a short-term type deal like like you just mentioned. So maybe there is, maybe there isn't. It's probably more likely he ends up back in Minnesota, which some people didn't think was going to happen not that long ago. But here we are, and it makes a lot of sense from certain angles, especially if they feel like – they're closer to the 2022 version of the team than the one we saw most of last season. I don't know if that's true or not, but you know that 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 could be the the internal stance on that. And look, Brian Flores did a really good job with that defense, all things considered. And another year with him and a little more talent on that side of the ball. You know, second year Jordan Addison. That there's there's something to look at there. Yeah, really. Hoggison comes back from the knee injury and. Yeah, your young quarterback, if they want to go young or they get a mid-level veteran and they want to spend their money on Hunter and other things. Right. NFC North is really interesting because if the Bears do go young again, I don't expect them to win. If Cousins isn't in Minnesota, it depends on if they go young or they go with a veteran, a mid-level mm-hmm. type guy. And the Packers, at the end of the year, were playing as good as anybody. And they, like the Lions, blew an opportunity in San Francisco to win and advance. It'll be fun to watch. A year ago when Rodgers left or was getting ready to leave yeah, uh, the right. NFC North, it looked like the end. NFC North was going to in total disarray, and now it's shaping up where if Field stays, if Cousins stays with the Lions, uh, with the Packers, that, that that conference is better than most would think. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, I, that's or that I division. That. Oh. Yeah. Every couple of years, it cycles through. I mean, every season is its own little kind of grab bag. But, right. you know, the things that we didn't think possible, AFC North being as good as it was a couple of years ago, that was that was a thought nobody had. But Burrow and the, and the Browns resurgence, and, and that's the kind of thing that happened. So, yeah, you're right. The North is probably one of the more intriguing divisions heading into the offseason. Eric at home, always appreciate the insight when it comes to the NFL. You can follow Eric at NFL.com. Thanks, my man. Safe travels. Have a great night.